The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Kia ora friends, I'm Joanna Santa Barbara bringing you an eco postcard. Each week I send you a small snapshot of a few things going on in our beautiful world. Troubling stories of damage through excessive human impact on the biosphere and uplifting stories of restoration. I hope these accounts help you find your own pathway of protection of people and, and the planet you love. Okay, I promised last week, which was rather a, rather a bad news session of Eco Postcards, I promised I'd have something more cheerful to tell you. And here, here is one, I think, um, has to do with students at the University of Cambridge who voted to support a transition to a solely vegan menu across its catering services. And they, they did this with calls for a change in response to climate and biodiversity crises. And they had 72% of the student votes after a a four-week consultation process. I like the sound of that, a four-week consultation process for people to really understand the idea and hear arguments on all sides. So it comes after lobbying from Cambridge's plant-based universities campaign. Um which is a nationwide initiative of students who are pushing for their universities and student unions to adopt fully plant-based catering. And it has offshoots in more than 40 other, presumably, tertiary education institutions. A University of Cambridge spokesperson said, the University of Cambridge removed ruminant meat from the menu in all university catering services cafes in 2016. And it has a sustainable food policy, which also seeks to actively promote plant-based options. We always welcome suggestions from uh, students and staff. So now they've had a big suggestion. Okay. On to another story which I think is good news because it represents a speeding up of urgent response to climate change. And this is the news that we're, uh, we're at the um, European Union is going to ban new internal combustion engine cars from 2035. So the European Parliament... last week, formally approved a law to effectively ban the sale of new petrol and diesel cars in the European Union from 2035, aiming, of course, to speed up the switch to electric vehicles and to combat climate change. So this rule um, requires that by 2035, car makers must achieve a 100% cut in CO2 emissions from new cars sold in 27 countries in the EU, where after 2035 you could not sell 
a new fossil fuel powered vehicle. The law will also set a 55% cut in carbon dioxide emissions for new cars sold from 2030, uh, that is 55% lower than 2021 levels, which is much higher than the existing um, target. And it's part of a broader package of tougher EU climate policies designed to deliver the bloc's targets to slash greenhouse gas emissions this decade. Okay, where are we? I'm going to have to give you a bad news story, I'm afraid. You can't escape without one. This one, which comes from the the UK Guardian, has to do with ecosystem collapse. And it is that many scientists think that the huge current losses of biodiversity in our world are the start of a new mass extinction. But the new research shows that total ecosystem collapse is inevitable if we don't reverse the losses. So is this unique in the history of our world? No, it's not. Um, There there have been a number of extinction events, uh, five in fact, and probably the the biggest one was the Permian-Triassic extinction event, which occurred 252 million years ago. Of course, no humans around and no none of the artifacts and cities and civilizations that humans have, have built. But this one too was driven by global heating from huge volcanic eruptions and it wiped out, I always find this figure mind-boggling, it wiped out 90, 95% of life on Earth. That is a really horrifying little datum. Um, However, species are being lost today even faster than in any of the previous five mass extinctions. Wildlife is being destroyed via the raising of natural habitats for farming, mining, pollution and overhunting. Humanity relies on healthy global ecosystems for clean air and water and food. And the the new research, uh, which was done on a special site in China, that shows shows the time sequence uh, of species much more clearly than most other places, and they could see how healthy ecosystems rely on the complex interaction interaction of plants, predators, and prey with each group of similar species playing a unique role. And what they found was, um, if if they got to understand the various roles that a species played and how these roles interlocked um, to to, uh, enable other species to play their role, and there may be several different creatures fulfilling the same role. For example, if we think of bottom scavenger uh, in, in a, uh, a marine environment as a role, um, there would be several things doing that. And if you lose one, 
then the rest will just multiply to kind of fill in the gap and keep performing the role, the important role of bottom scavenger. However, if you lose all the bottom scavengers, then that uh, being a key role in an ecosystem may signal collapse of the ecosystem. Uh, okay, so very definitely a piece of bad news. Um, oh, time for one more little little uh, item um, on shorter work week. And the a UK trial has just happened uh, with 61 companies participating over six months, reducing their work week to four days. And did they like it? Well, um, 92% of them have opted to continue the experiment, with 18 companies definitely making it permanent. And here are some of the results. 39% of participants said they were less stressed. 40% were sleeping better. 54% said it was easier to balance work and home responsibilities. There were um, much fewer sick days and fewer people leaving the firms. So that's why they were pretty impressed with their four-day work week. Okay, I'm Joanna Santa Barbara and this has been an Eco Postcard. Eco Postcards is on Monday afternoons at 3.30 p.m. and on Saturday mornings at 9.45 a.m. Till next week, bye for now. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the Top of the South's community access media station with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.